Hello, you're listening to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. If some of our discussions and tips are working for you, why don't you grab a 15-minute call with us at ecommercecall.com. We'll see whether we can help scale your e-commerce business. We will quickly see if we're a fit or whether we can recommend someone else to get you where you need to go. The worst case is you'll have a fun 15-minute chat and regardless, you'll come away understanding a lot more about your business. Book a call at ecommercecall.com. Hello and welcome to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. This week, Ian and I are diving into what we call the target sheet. So let's get started. Hi, Ian. How are you? Hello, Mark. Excellent. How are you? Good. Well, I've just had a feeling. So if I sound a bit ridiculous, it might be because I can't move half my face. But apart yes. from that um i'm all right yeah it's also yeah. it's yeah and it's it's half past ten at night here yeah so it's a bit later so it's, yeah it's because you had a feeling yep. and i had to put the kids to bed you know because it's it's like lockdown homeschooling yeah. stuff yeah it's hard i feel like hard i'm already times. halfway through the day it's almost lunchtime what's going on yeah no, let's get on with so it. We, we thought we'd do an off-the-cuff episode on um target setting because obviously that's the cornerstone of everything. And I think a lot of the time when we're running businesses, it, even if we're doing quite well, we know we've got some traction or if we're just starting out, actually understanding what targets to set so that we, we can actually understand what, what we're doing. Because I, I, I don't know if everybody else is like me, but I'll go and like do a load of sales and do really, really well, but then I'll still be disappointed. But if I sat down at the beginning of the month and said, if, if if I'd done that, if I go out and did that target and hit that target, then I'd be really, really happy. So it's it's part of the psychological side of it, but also on the flip side of it, it is understanding how you're going to get there physically, because it, it's it's linking your kind of hopes and dreams inside your head to something physical on a piece of mm. paper. So why yeah. don't you talk a little bit about what we do with well, the target sheet? Yeah, so... I let's just go back a step because we were talking before about about what we were talking about topics, weren't we? And I and I said, hey, let's 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 do a podcast on the target sheet because the target sheet historically has been, it, I think it was the the thing that we first put together, you know, all those years ago when we were starting to really accelerate some of the e-commerce businesses that we were working with and and it was the target sheet that we did and that that and that was the glue that meant all of our thinking and all of our strategy and, and our kpis it all came together in that moment when we created that target sheet and so the target sheet isn't just saying okay you need to get to you know you're doing three million now you need to get to 10 million and it's putting some noughts on, you know, it, it actually doesn't, it doesn't really look at the revenue. It looks at what the KPIs need to be in order to hit that revenue. Mm-hmm. And that's the, it's, it's very, very straightforward. It takes on, so let's say, you know, any, and, and the, we do the target sheet before we even look at an e-commerce business, you know, in terms of, we look at the front end before we even look at, anything detailed in google analytics we put that target sheet together and it instantly gives us a snapshot of of what the opportunity is to scale that e-commerce business mm-hmm. and essentially you're looking at what 
what the KPIs are now. So say a bit e-commerce business is doing five million pounds a year. It doesn't matter what you're doing, half a million, 250,000, you know, 10 million, 20 million, 50 million, it doesn't matter. It's exactly the same. And all you do is you say, well, what are the KPIs now that are, that are giving us our three million turnover company? And you break it down very, very simply. The metrics on that target sheet are traffic, add to basket, basket to checkout, checkout to order, average order value. And that's mm -hmm. it. There's nothing else on that target sheet other than those four things. So you, so essentially you're saying, okay, on average, you know, what was our traffic that we had? What was our average order value that we had? What was our add to basket, basket to checkout and checkout to order? That gives you the conversion rate, which we do list there, but we don't put the conversion rate in because it mm. comes from those three things. So therefore, you know, okay, we're doing 5 million or 3 million now based on these metrics. How do we get to 10 million? And you then it, that you then go okay in order to get to 10 million you then start to tweak those metrics you go okay what happens if the traffic got to you know 100,000 a month on average or we got the average order value from 60 pounds to 80 pounds or we got the add to basket from 10 percent to 30 percent essentially you start playing with it and you know you you tweak one you tweak the other and then because you realistically know we know well we're not going to double the average order value we're not going to double the conversion rate. You know, we might get, you know, 10% here, 25% there increases. So you realistically therefore know, okay, this business in its current form, we can get it to a maximum turnover of 8 million based on what it roughly is doing. And so you start to see where the bottlenecks are going to be in terms of the growth. And you start to see what the biggest levers are. And like that, that target sheet is the first thing that we do. And it's the thing that we come back to in every single case of scaling an e-commerce business. Month in, month out, we go back to that target sheet. Because what you then do is you, you say, okay, we've got, you know, we're doing 3 million pounds now based on these KPIs. In order to get to 6 million, with these are the KPIs. This is what needs to change, change. And you, you basically go, okay, average order value needs to go up by 25%, add to basket up by 15%. And you add on those percentage uplifts to each mm. month that you did last year. So if you're predicting what you want to do this year, you basically say, okay, well, average order value in July was stronger than it was in, in May. So that you, you, you always put a percentage uplift on whatever you did last year, you put an uplift on top. So therefore, mm -hmm. you, 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 you plan for the, the seasonal variances that you have in these businesses. And it's, mm -hmm. it's dead, dead simple. And I think like if, 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 if there's one thing that the, our biggest advice would always be is get that target sheet rock solid. I mean, we won't mm -hmm. even advise an e-commerce business unless we say, give us your target sheet and go and, go and mm -hmm. fill it in. You can't well, it's, make decisions it's so, unless you've got it. It's so interesting. It's the kind of like you say, someone rocks up and they're going, oh, I'm doing three million. I want to get a five. You put the targets in, you put the KPIs in and you just go, well, you, you know, let's say let's say let's say the add to basket is really high because we've seen that, you know, similar customers and similar markets, you know, they, they, they're they not getting a, a higher add to basket than that. They're not getting they've already got a good uh, checkout to order. 
you know, so let's say it's 60%. You say, oh, that's really high. That's pretty good. And the average order value is higher than the industry average. Right? So say all of those three are good. It then suddenly forces you to realize that in order to get the growth that this customer wants, they're going to have to add traffic. Whereas, mm. you know, you're looking at someone, the next one, you're kind of going, oh, well, they've got a lot of traffic, but their add to basket rates 4%. And I know from looking at all these industry and in this one that I can see that that's often is 6%. So take take a furniture. Someone's selling like a furniture pieces, the average order value, £1,000, $1,000, you know, and they come up with a, an add to basket rate of 2%. I know that I've seen furniture people with 3 4% add to basket rates. And suddenly then I go, well, that's how you're going to grow. Because it's easier to do that than go and buy more traffic because yeah. often they're buying traffic and they're kind of hitting the ROAS that they want to hit. So it just suddenly gives me the story of how that company is going to be able to grow. Because really, like you say on these podcasts a lot of the time, it's those four things, those four metrics, traffic, average order value, conversion rate, um, well, add to basket rate and basket to order. That's it. It's yeah. one of those four things that you have well, to improve to and grow. I always, yeah, and I say on that target sheet, those very, very simple KPIs, there's nothing that you can do in an e-commerce business, and I mean nothing, that doesn't show itself in those four KPIs. You know, if you yeah. get your lifetime customer value up by implementing a kick-ass, you know, VIP loyalty scheme, you know, that is going to show itself in the conversion rate. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get, you know, if you start to do some crazy great promo three for two multiplies, that's going to show itself in the average order value. You know, if you start to bring in a great influencer program, that's going to show itself in traffic. It like there's everything that you could possibly do, all the amazing thousands of things that you could ever do in an e-commerce business. Mm-hmm. It's all there in those four KPIs. And and the cool thing is, it makes it so clear. I'm, I've I've been in loads of e-commerce businesses where I've seen, you know, I've seen I've seen their their dashboards, their, you know, their their, re- their metric report, their reporting to the board or the board of directors or the investors. And it's like, oh, my God, there's thousands of lines on this mm-hmm. spreadsheet, you know, and there's it's, it's just insane. You cannot see the wood for the tree. You don't know what you should be looking at. You can't make any decisions. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've sat there in meetings where it's been presented to me and I thought, oh, my God, that all they're doing is reading out numbers on a spreadsheet. That is mm-hmm. such a waste of time. You have to ignore all that stuff, and you've you've got to you've got to understand what the basis are because, you know, if for example, the target sheet says well you're add to basket stat, you know, at the moment it's three percent, and we think a business like this it should be six percent. There, you therefore know what you've got to invest in doing, and you therefore got to go into that KPI further. You've got to go well, why is the add to basket mm-hmm. stat low? Where where is it low? That's because the bouncing on the product pages or the bouncing on the home pages, you start to break it down. You know, it forces yeah. you to look in the right area, and that formulates the development roadmap. It takes away all the emotion out of running an e-commerce business, and it puts it, replaces mm. it with rational, problem-solving common sense because it's so straightforward. The target sheet you, is so got easy. That- bigger team and like you're talking about and everybody's like reporting on their own little thing it focuses the whole team it says look guys for 2021 if we're going to get if we want to get to where we want to get to it's all about the add to basket rate so talk to me about mm. how we're going to get that up rather than everybody going oh i think it's a little bit about the checkout and i'm going to be doing this thing with google adwords and it's like it focuses the whole team yeah. on the you same ha- and what you message. have to do 
you have to you have to get your team to present it all these things on the roadmap the development roadmap they want to do you have to present it to you based on what effect is this going to have on the target sheet you know mm. let's you, how is it going to affect because all of a sudden if you do that if you've got a team around you and you get them to think about it that way or if you haven't got a team and you're doing it yourself if you start thinking about it in that with that target sheet in mind all of a sudden you go oh my god i was just going to go and spend six months implementing the xyz thing and actually it's going to have no impact on my target sheet whatsoever and the real problem is the fact that my average order value is is literally 30 quid and that is massively too low based on the margins i have i've got to solve that mm-hmm. you know and I, I haven't seen and it works on it, it works on both ways you know we've been into businesses where we've had a company that's that's you know got decent metrics you know decent average order value decent conversion rate but the traffic's too low and that's obvious you know you need to get the traffic up mm-hmm. but likewise being into other businesses where you know they're getting masses masses of traffic you know millions of visitors a month but you know they don't know you know how to grow now they're like well what do we do and then that that becomes really obvious because then you can say well your add to basket stat is is four percent should be six percent your basket to checkout is only 32 percent and we think it should be 40 percent and and therefore you then you know you you've got a, a it gives you a militant focus on the right thing in the e-commerce business at the right mm-hmm. time, and it and I think I that's the key because there's so yeah. many things that you can do in e-commerce, and they're probably all right they're probably all good things to do, but the critical thing is knowing what order to do them in to get the quickest return for the least amount of effort, or yeah. or money yeah, and, and I think the other the other thing force you to think that way is is to think about is like if you're sitting there and you've read our book and you've done things and you go well all my kpis are looking good i've got good add to basket i've got good basket to order i've got average good average order value is like in that case you're not spending enough traffic you're not sending yeah. enough traffic to the website and because it means the site is not under enough pressure yeah it's not it's not under pressure and it should be you have to get the traffic into the business until those metrics fail and one of them um, will fail. Not all of them. Yeah. One of them will fail. And then you'll know what the limitation to your business is. Because it's like if someone says, if I say what, you know, one of the first questions I ask when people buy the book is, what's your main number one roadblock? And people always say stuff like, oh, it's money or it's time or it's stuff. And it's what I'm actually trying to understand is whether they actually understand what the real roadblock in the business is because it's not money in terms of like spending on paid ads if they were if they were spending 10 pounds or 20 10 dollars to get uh 200 pounds back on google adwords the money's not the issue there the you know because they could just go and print money as much as you possibly can until your metrics fail and obviously it it does the roadblock is that they can't spend money to make money back yeah so it's not the the yeah. roadblock's not money. The roadblock because is something else. The ROAS will fall below a point where it's profitable. Yeah. And that's because your KPIs, your metrics aren't good enough. Yeah. You so know? then and if the ROAS is low, if the ROAS is low, then why is it low? Which of those four is it? Is yeah. it is it the well, which of the three? Which is is it average order value, adds basket, is it basket to order? And it's usually either in the beginning, average order value or, or, or adds a basket. It's one of those two. And then once you know that, 
then you can dive into that and you go, oh, well, in, into Add to Basket was so low because my bounce rate's really high on these product pages. And then suddenly the roadmap is, I can't get this product to sell. And then you're starting mm-hmm. to have a conversation about something you can actually fix. If you say, oh, my roadback's money, it's like, well, you giving you more money. If I just rocked up and gave you $10,000, wouldn't fix your problems because you just spend it and you wouldn't get any, any money back. So yeah. money's not the problem. It should be, you know, your e-commerce business should be, a, in, a, in a way, you know, a self-sustained investment vehicle. You know, yeah. you put the money in based on how much money you're going to get out. It's yeah. based mass. So I think when you, you know, I, I've seen doing a target sheet with e-commerce businesses transform internal focus so many yeah. times. And I know, honestly, we sound like we're really like but the target sheet is so simple. It is. It is. There's nothing to it. And mm-hmm. I mean, we'll quite happily give it away for free. I mean, it's in it's in the book. And if anyone emails, we'll literally just give you the link to the Google Sheet. Like mm. it's it is nothing special, but I have seen it just transform the way you think. You know, mm. I've been into e-commerce businesses where you've got teams of eight people that you know just they're floundering around. Mm. You know, fixated on on certain things that are just not important. You know, whereas where they, you know they genuinely don't know that, and you put this target sheet in front of them, and you talk it through. You know, how are you going to get from five million to ten million to twenty million? And all of a sudden, they're like, ah, it all makes sense. I well, get it. The now. thing, it's so hard to argue against it because it's like, yeah. well, that's physically how it's going to happen. And you know, like one person in the team will have read a blog post about the checkout, and it's like, well. Yes, but okay, let's put it into the model. Okay, that's going to make a difference of 5% on the checkout, but that's only going to make a difference of, you know, 10,000. You know, it, it really it really forces them to actually think about what is going to happen to the business and what mm. you're going to move because it's just pulling the right lever at the right time. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. That's it. And I yeah. think that's, that. you know, that was the moment really where it all came together for us probably probably 10 years ago. You know, when we sat ourselves away, we we were looking at what good e-commerce businesses went. You know, certain e-commerce businesses were scaling. What were they doing consistently? You know, mm-hmm. you know, and which are the ones that weren't scaling? Why? What was the difference? Well, it was really understanding this. And also the power and, of it was doing it so like because a lot of businesses are very seasonal. So it's like, you know, you say, oh, we want to get this year. We want to get the conversion rate up to like six percent. Right. But like they might be in May. And it might be something that never, no one ever buys in May. And so therefore the conversion rates is low, but it's all, if, yeah. if you seasonally adjust it, you'll know where you are. You want to get the conversion rate up, cut the traffic. You know, it's yeah. stupid. Yeah. It's not, you know, you, it's about buying traffic profitably. That's yeah. what it's about. So, you know, yeah. you have to be able to increase your traffic whilst maintaining the conversion rate. And that might be what the target sheet tells you. You might say, mm. well, you're not going to get your conversion rate above 5%. What the goal here is, is to keep tra- keep that traffic coming in by investing more and maintaining that. So it doesn't yeah. drop. So you'll be optimizing the site according to those metrics, add to basket, basket, checkout, checkout to order. At the same mm. time, as throwing traffic at it and making mm. it stay. Mm. You know, and that's where you're going to get, you'll get the growth. Yeah. How can, I mean, how, how can, go sorry. on. I was just going to say in the book, there's, there's the, in the in the book there's seven there's seven KPIs, and a lot of their KPIs actually feed into those main three. 
Yeah. So like your lifetime customer value is one of the KPIs in the book, and that feeds into your average order value and your and your add to basket rate. Because if if customers are coming back and buying again, obviously it's pushing your add to basket rate up. So it all yeah. ties in together. Well, I, well it pushes re- everything up. Yeah. So, the only so just split them out. You see a conversion rate of a say we we we've, we've had some clients selling like you know, e-cigarettes mm-hmm. and content lenses. Yeah, you know, got conversion rates of 15, 20% yeah you bloody yeah. hell it's incredible but that's mm-hmm. only because they've got existing customers coming back so that's why yeah, yeah they do and it, i think if you're going to do anything get that target sheet right yeah don't yeah. in fact don't do anything don't invest in anything if you go into a you know an e-commerce build of you know 100 grand or you you know you you employ a you know a google ad specialist or whatever the hell you're doing stop yeah. go and get yeah. your target sheet sorted out and and make yeah. sure that all your agencies and and departments really fully get on board with it. Because if they mm-hmm. don't, if they reject it, or if they dismiss it, you need to really give them a stern talking to. Because it's yeah, it. But... This it, that it is e-commerce. So you yeah. can't dismiss it. And it's and, you know it isn't over. It, it is. It's it's beautiful. The best thing we've ever done. <laughs> Sounds like you're in love with it. Well, <laughs> if you want to get hold of it, they can ask for it in the Facebook group. There's a book Facebook group. Everybody on the programs has obviously got a copy of it and they've got a video on how to fill it in and all that kind of stuff. So that's fine for that side of things. But if you just read the book, um, just, just send an email because I send emails yeah. out to people who buy the book and they can ask And if you just want it, it. it's mm. in the book, which is good because it'll tell you how to use it. But is if it? You, if you just, uh, I don't think it's in the book. It must is be. It? Well, well, if it's it isn't talked... in the book, we need to update the book, for God's sake. But it's we not. We need I don't to update there's... the book. Yes, it's it. But I don't think there's a link to it in the book. But I, no, no, we do think... talk about the target sheet. We though. talk about it, but I don't think there's a link to a spreadsheet oh. in the book. But it... So I think you'd have to ask for it. Also, we've well, updated this... the How? Where? What? Yes, we have. Well, how do people yeah. get it now? What's the best place? Well, anybody, everybody, anybody that's bought my book will have my email address or email me, or if they just ask for it in the Facebook group, because there's okay. six, six point two thousand people group? in the Facebook group. I think if you just Google Hammersley uh, Brothers Facebook group, it should come up. To be honest, um, okay. so uh, to be honest, a lot of people listening to this will probably be already into those onto those yeah. things already. Yeah. So, uh, well, it should be fine. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, also there is check on the podcast. There is a Tidio chat. So you could ask for it you, what, as well. One thing I'd just make sure then, if, if you are already using the, the target sheet and if you are in the program, you'll know we bang on about it so much. And if you're a client of ours, you, you will bang on about it. If you are using it, um, if you've set it up and then done it and forgotten about it, you know, get back into Excel and update it. And this should be what you report on monthly to your team. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got to be your cornerstone of every decision you make you've got to obsess over it because yeah. that's what's going to drive you and that's going to that's what's going to formulate your roadmap the answers to how you scale your e-commerce business is there you can't just mm-hmm. do it as a one-off exercise you have to own it well it brings you, you brings, know, it brings you yeah it brings you back to the same problem each month you kind of go oh it's still the same problem it's still the same problem it's still the same problem and then you just brings your focus back to it each time each time each time each time and therefore therefore mm-hmm. you are focusing on actually fixing it because otherwise if you don't look at it you'll get distracted and try and fix something else yeah so it's just really really 
Uh, and um, obviously, I can't say many words because my face. But apart from that, it's all good. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you very much okay. for listening. And we'll speak to you all next week. Thanks, Mark. Bye. Bye.